0: Hello, you are listening to Avalon of Podcast, episode 12, Microsoft Patch Tuesday for July 2020, my new open source project Valristics, DNS secret RDP Client and SharePoint. I am doing this episode about July vulnerabilities already in August. There are two reasons for this. First of all, July Microsoft Patch Tuesday was published in the middle of the month, as late as possible. Secondly, in the second half of July, I spent my free time mostly on coding, and I would like to talk more about this. I decided to release my Microsoft Page Tuesday reporting tool as part of a larger open source project. I named it Valristics from Vulnerability and heuristic. I want this to be an extensible framework for analyzing publicly available information about vulnerabilities. Let's say we have a vulnerability ID or CV ID, and we need to decide whether it's really critical or not. We'll probably go to some vulnerability databases, NVD, CV page on the Microsoft website, walners.com, etc., and somehow analyze the descriptions and parameters, right? Such analysis can be quite complex and not so obvious. My idea is to formalize it and make it shareable. It may not be the most efficient way to process data, but it's should reflect real human experience, the things that real vulnerability analysts do. This is the main goal. Currently there are the following scripts available. First, report MS Page Tuesday Pi, analyze and group Microsoft Page Tuesday CVEs. Second, report CVE Pi. Collect and preprocess CVE ID related data from NVD, Microsoft.com and Vulner. Third, report MS Patch Tuesday exploits. Spy get Microsoft Patch Tuesday CVEs and filter vulnerabilities with public exploits based on vulners.com. Of course, we can do much more than that. I have plans to add analysis of the vulnerability description based on keywords and phrases. It's good that such descriptions usually have a fairly regular structure. Analysis of references, danger and relevance metrics counting like in vulnerability quadrants, and so on. If you have good ideas, please share them in the chat. The help in coding will be also pretty much appreciated. Finally, some obvious warnings. This tool is not an interface to any particular database, and the tool makes requests to third-party sources. So keep in mind that if you actively use it for bulk operations, you may have problems with the owners of these third-party sources. For example, your IP address will simply be banned. So be careful and reasonable. But enough about my tool, let's talk about the results for July MS Patch Tuesday. There were 123 vulnerabilities in July, 18 are critical and 105 are important. As for the public exploits, I checked the vulnerabilities with a report MS Patch Tuesday exploit spy and found nothing. So there are no exploits for these vulnerabilities on vulners.com, And Microsoft also believes that there are no exploitation detection vulnerabilities this time, but we see eight exploitation more likely vulnerabilities. Windows DNS server remote code execution called SIGRET is the star of this patch Tuesday. It's extremely critical and has existed for 17 years, affecting Windows server versions from 2003 to 2019 getting remote code execution with only a dns request is really impressive checkpoint guys made a great article about this vulnerability with video of proof of concept. When this vulnerability was released, there was a feeling that there would be a public remote code execution exploit soon. But still there are only several recrawl jokes and denial of service exploited by Maxploit, which looks workable but for some reason is not present in the exploit databases, for example in exploit DB. Therefore, Valnish does not see it, as I mentioned above. So, indeed, searching for exploit and exploit validation are important tasks. In second place, of course, RDP client remote code execution. When a client connects to an infected server, it becomes susceptible to an remote code execution attack. All versions from Windows 7 and possibly earlier to the latest version of Windows 10, 2004, are vulnerable. Of course, the exploitation of this vulnerability requires social engineering or man-in-the-middle attack. NetFramework, SharePoint Server, and Visual Studio Remote Code Execution involves the deserialization of XML content. To exploit this vulnerability, an attacker could upload a specially crafted document to a server utilizing an affected product to process content. VBScript Remote Code Execution, an attacker would have to convince a user to execute malicious code through phishing or to visit a malicious website, where the user would download and execute a crafted file. In fact, we see tons of these vulnerabilities every patch Tuesday, but still no exploits. Windows Graphics Component Elevation of Privilege Vulnerabilities An attacker logs onto a vulnerable system and executes a specially crafted application to run processes in an elevated context. Looking at other vulnerabilities, the products with the most vulnerabilities are Hyper-V, RemoteFX, vGPU, Remote Code Execution, and Windows Runtime Elevation of Privileges. Remote code executions in Hyper-V Remote FX VGPU. Microsoft Patch simply disables Remote FX functionality. According to Microsoft, Remote FX VGPU has been deprecated in Windows Server 2019, and customers are advised to use Discrete Device Assignment. DDA. Instead of remote FX vGPU, DDA was introduced in Windows Server 2016. Among other vulnerabilities, vulnerability management vendors highlight Remote Code Execution in Performance Point Services Performance Point is a SharePoint component, and the vulnerability is similar to exploitation, more likely, SharePoint vulnerability that we discussed above. Microsoft Word Remote Code Executions. Exploitation of this vulnerability requires an attacker to send a specially crafted file to a victim, or to convince a user to visit a crafted website hosting a malicious file, which the user must open with a vulnerable version of Microsoft Word. Obviously, this is good for phishing. Jet Database Engine Remote Code Executions. To exploit this vulnerability, an attacker must convince a victim to open a specially crafted file or visit a malicious website visual studio code eslint extension remote code execution. To exploit this vulnerability, an attacker would need to convince a user to clone a repository and open it in Visual Studio code. Attacker-specified code would execute in the context of the current user with the same rights and permissions. Windows Modules Installer Elevation of Privilege was mentioned by Rapid7. In this particular case, the servicing stack updates released this month should be installed prior to installing the cumulative update or monthly rollup. Or security update patch. While it was not explicitly outlined, following these directions from Microsoft for CVE 2020 1364 may have a direct impact on the order of operation when resolving other issues such as CVE 2020 1350 or cigarette. Thank you very much for your time. That's all for today. Please subscribe and leave your comments. The text with all links is available on avileonov.com. You can see the video version of this episode on my YouTube channel.